0: The following program is sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Josh Jelinski is the president of Wealth Quarterback, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm located in New Jersey. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm or its representatives by securities regulators, nor is it an indication that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Investment advisory services may only be provided to clients in jurisdictions in which the firm and its representatives are appropriately registered or exempt from registration. You should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this broadcast serves as the receipt of or... as a substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment investment strategy or product or any non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in this broadcast will be profitable equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level or levels be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation or prove successful past performance is not indicative of future result investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback, LLC. Zero seven ten. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski.
1: Okay, we're back. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, taking your calls on all matters financial. YouTube.com. Hit the subscribe button, like, share with your friends, comment. We'd love to hear from you. So we're talking about Shohei Otani. We're talking about who else? Are we talking about? We're talking about. Kevin McAllister of Home Alone fame. So this is kind of interesting. If you walk through a journey down history, so we showed that $77 billion goes down to $8.9 billion when you take out withdrawals. Isn't that crazy? But what about, you know, people say, well, you know, we, you're, you're giving the market history You know, you're giving really good periods of history because we started with 1959. Let's start out with the Depression. He would run out of money in 14 years, according to my chart here. But still, he would have had a nice life. But uh, what if he started uh, 1930? He would run out of money in so there are periods of time where it would have been good in the investment markets. Now, let's say he did 60% stocks, 40% bonds. This is interesting. His money would still be $7.88 billion even if you started, well, this is starting in 1955 because the 60 portfolio, 40 portfolio as we know it, wasn't really around. Uh, According to the data that I'm seeing, 60 portfolio would be a portfolio made up of 60% large cap stocks and 40% government bonds. And you could buy it, but it wasn't really tracked from the data sources that we have. Okay, next we're going to go to Maria. You're on with Josh Chilinski, the financial quarterback. Hi.
2: Yes. I have a problem thinking about my inheritance. Uh, I have different accounts with Fidelity and different brokers, and uh, I don't have no cost at all in my investment. And I'm worried about when I pass, if my inheritance will be able to to get the money.
1: Yeah. So repeat that question again, something about inheritance to get the money.
2: Yes. I'm, I'm worried about my inheritance. If they can get the money, because I don't have that many papers, but I have accounts with Fidelity and some other brokers, but I don't have no cost. And I'm in my 80s, and I don't have too many papers. And I wonder if my inheritance will be oh, able Oh, okay. To get oh, well, that's a great question. No
1: okay. I'm going to give you five pieces of data that you should need so that if you want to leave money to the people you love, you can. Get a will. A living will powers of attorney, healthcare directives. You see an attorney for those four, okay? Or you could go to Rock, you know, one of these websites uh, to create one and get it notarized, okay? And then give it to your kids. Give a copy to them. Number five, your fidelity statements, your brokerage. We, by the way, can help you open up an account at fidelity that would go to them it's called a TOD account, transferable on death. A lot of people will have an account that will say Maria, whatever your last name is, individual. It should say Maria, last name, PO, or POD, or TOD, not TOA, POD, payable on death, or TOD, transferable on death. What is it called in Fidelity, Jim? T O D I. T O D I. So transfer on death individuals. See Jim knows. Jim knows a lot. Uh, and if it's a joint account, it's it's classified as T O D J with Fidelity. We can help you do that with Fidelity Schwab, and we can help you call your bank. Give us a call at 988 Josh. Any other questions on that, Maria?
2: No, that that's it. And also with bank accounts, some bank accounts they don't even. A uh, question: the uh, the the person that will be beneficiary in case that you pass, they don't even question.
1: Well, then, if you have no beneficiary, then when you die and you don't have a will, the county surrogates office will decide what happens to your money. So you definitely want to have a will. You may even want to consider a revocable trust. But a cheap way to do it is to get a TODI or a TODJ account. Okay? What is a TOG account? What is that? Transferable on death. Well, that means if you have a TODJ, if you have a TODI account, all your heirs have to do is bring the death certificate to get the money. It's very easy to inherit the money. We can help you with that. Call our office. Eighty-eight Josh. Okay.
2: Cost of anything? Any papers? I don't have no papers.
1: What do you mean, papers? Verify that. Well, we'll give you papers to verify it. We'll call Fidelity with you, Schwab, whatever.
2: Well, I have I have the accounts and I received the dividend and everything, but I don't have no cost and. uh that's it. That's the only thing I have. But
1: that's the thing. Then you probably don't have the account set up the right way. You understand? You probably just have an individual account. Does that make sense? So I'd be happy to help you. 888 Josh. And if you need help, bring your kids or have your kids call us too. Okay. If you okay. can trust us. Thank them with you, your Josh. Thank you, Maria. And we'll, we're here for you. But if you don't have any papers, I mean, we'll give you the papers. Call us, 888-988-JOSH. Next up, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. How are you doing? Hi, thank you. Miss Josh? Yes, this is Josh.
3: Uh, yeah, first of all, I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas, a healthy, happy New Year. Thank you. Thank uh, you. The reason I'm calling, I was wondering what, I got two questions actually, but the first question is, uh, do you think the bond market in general, not just the treasuries, but all bonds, do you think that they'll do better next year?
1: If rates go down, then bonds go up. If rates go up, then bonds go down. I mean, my my outlook is rates will probably have to come down a little bit because we might be heading into recession. So bonds may do better, but what type of bonds do you own? Do you own individual treasuries or bond funds? Do you own individual mini bonds or bond bond funds? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bond funds. I would call us at 888-988-JOSH and we'll review all of your holdings. Okay.
3: Okay. The other question I have for you is, um, I, I don't have a trust right now. Should, is, is, what's the advantage of having a, a trust? That should be revocable or non-revocable?
1: Well, the benefit of a trust is it lowers your um, risk of legal fees upon death. It bypasses probate. I'm not an attorney, not giving legal advice. But you can also stipulate how you want the funds to be managed after your demise. With a trust, you can protect your money from creditors, debtors, what I call uh, in-laws, outlaws, creditors, predators. So there are many benefits to a trust. Now is,
3: is that revocable or non-revocable?
1: There are benefits to both. It just depends on what your purposes are. So a revocable trust really bypasses probate. That's the chief benefit. An irrevocable trust um, stipulates some degree of control, so uh, without ownership. So you're sort of giving up your ownership to the money. However, it could be used for your benefit in certain cases. There could be Medicaid uh, protections. Certain attorneys will do supplemental benefits trusts to protect you from a Medicaid spend down. And if you want help exploring estate planning, we'll even bring estate planning attorneys in to talk to you. And then uh, they'll give our listeners free a free consult. We talk to many different attorneys that will offer their time one hour free. So call us, 888-988-JOSH, for the estate planning consultation with me because uh, you need financial planning, as we just talked about with Maria. How you title your financial accounts is very important. As you're kind of bringing up, do you do a trust? Do you do a will? All that stuff. Any other questions on that, Ray?
3: No, Josh. I appreciate your your answers. They might be helpful to me.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you, Ray. Keep the calls coming. Getting a lot of furniture, recommendations. One guy's been trying to get on, he says, for years send me an email thank you frank you know who you are he says uh, i've been unable to get a hold of you for many years <laughs> he says uh, they put me on hold and then hang up um yeah i don't know what happened um i'm keep keep the calls coming 888988 josh that means we're in hot demand question is it necessary to for have form l8s for each out of state online Banking banks that my mom had accounts with for the final 1041 tax filing for a state or not. Um, I, I'm not sure. The I, I would check with your accountant or attorney. This is a bit of a kind of a convoluted question. So I would check with an attorney or accountant on this L-8 issue. You could probably get an estate planning attorney to give you advice or a CPA uh, who's familiar with L-8s. So I hope that helps you. Uh, Next, we'll take your calls at 800-321-0710. Shohei Otani. So the lesson is take it up front and invest the difference. We got Joe, who's concerned that his accounts weren't set up right for his beneficiaries. Go ahead, Joe. You're on with Josh Cholensky, the financial quarterback. Go ahead, Joe.
4: Yeah, my question is, if you have a Fidelity account, and it doesn't say TOD, but you have beneficiaries assigned, is that essentially the same thing as hey, is uh, having uh, on the line of the account uh, your name and TOD?
0: Or it, it may not.
1: not you know, for example, when you have a joint tenants with right of survivorship, if you don't have the TODJ designation and you and your spouse were hit by bus the same day or you die simultaneously or in a car, whatever um, that money would flow to your estate and not directly to your beneficiaries by passing probate. I'd have to see the titling. Now, if you mean you have an IRA and you've established beneficiaries with the institution, you need primary and contingent. Most people don't set, put contingents on there because they don't have their social or or phone number, but you should add them after the fact. The contingent only really affects if you die die simultaneously. So a lot of people don't realize when a first spouse dies, you have to actually uh, re-beneficiary the account. So that's kind of a little known thing. When you say you set up beneficiaries, it sounds like it's an IRA, but I'm not. You know, I'm not sure until I see your statements. But you definitely should have bank accounts and non-qualified accounts set up uh TOD, okay? Okay. And you can call thank- your bank or institution, it's 800 number, or you could call us and we'll help you, okay?
4: Okay, thank, thank you.
1: Yeah, we work with Fidelity, Schwab, Interactive Brokers, um, also, a lot of you are are taking us up on our uh, you can get money markets right now at like 5% still. So that that will not last for long. So if you want uh higher rates on your fixed accounts, we can help you there. Eight eight eight, nine eighty eight, Josh. Also set up checking debits for some of you. You're like, oh, I, I'm. Uh, I don't want to change my bank account. Why well, get it? But you can link your bank account to a brokerage money market account that could have CDs, treasuries, right, Jim? And how easy is that? Like you fill out a form. I mean, I get it. You, you know, you're retired. You, you, it's it's a lot of work for you, or you're working. But that's why uh, our team, Jim, and other people do a good good do a great job setting up accounts okay june uh got. gave me an email my lovely june bug um she says how lucky am i another gift from god for my show say hi to jim she's glad you're back jim i think you were gone i was listening to you speak about furniture see everybody loves this furniture thing um All made here, nice quality and fairly priced. I'm not going to mention the name of what she recommended because these people should be sponsoring the show. My friend just ordered a sectional and other things from them. Their leathers are very nice and you have a choice of what's in the cushions in terms of comfort. You cannot order online. You've got to sit on it and try it out. If you buy good quality and take care of it, it should take care of you. They also offer design services and let the moths out of your wallet. (laughs) Spend it before the government rations out your money. (laughs) So uh, that's a great email. We we get some good emails from our listener friends. So we got uh, your calls coming 800-321-0710. You know, what's interesting though, it, there is some truth to that. It kind of spend it before government inflates it away, right? Because you buy a car five years ago, seven years ago. When I bought a car, I kind of splurged. It was a little more than I. That car was a good value relative to cars down the line. Uh, we bought a van, seven pat, uh, not seven passenger, like twelve passenger van for all of our kids, half price before COVID and after. So there's been massive inflation on certain things. So I am looking, uh, Jim also gave a furniture choice selection. Yeah, that is cheaper. Uh, however, it really isn't that big old honking. Here's the other thing. I'm allergic to down. Is down in the leather cushion I'm asking this to our listeners because we have a lot of people. They know a lot about everything. Will I be allergic if I get high quality down, triple washed within a leather sofa? Will I be allergic then? Cause that's a, that's a consideration. My, my daughter's very allergic and I'm very allergic. Yeah. They, they're now putting down in leather. So they're really comfortable try them on when you go to like Pottery Barn. Oh, it's all down cushed. So give us a call. 888-988-JOSH. We'd love to talk to you. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds. Okay, what do we got next? We're going to show home alone and inflation. So Kevin McAllister, the protagonist in Home Alone, spent $20 in 1990, okay? That's uh, what? I can't believe 1990 is 32 years, 33 years. Is that correct? And today it's worth 54. That's only a 3.06% inflation rate. So that's surprising. You know what's interesting? We didn't have inflation in our number of years until the last few years, then boom, shot up. I don't firmly believe in this 3% business, but I was just doing the math. I don't know who goes to the grocery store and spends 50 bucks anymore. Does anybody? I mean, I spend like 400 bucks because I have a lot of kids, so. Now let's see this, comparing grocery prices. Kevin's grocery list included milk, bread, and detergent. In 2023, these items cost more, totaling $54.94. This is from USA Today. Excellent article. Inflation's impact on prices. The price of milk has risen from $1.34 to $4.85. What is that? In inflation I don't know I don't think milk's 4.85 my milk's like 5 6 bucks maybe it's cuz my wife gets organic $8 I pay like $9 that inflation is 5.94 what do you pay jim you're not into organic right 480 is that right For a gallon uh, it's probably not 4 4 so 480 would be 394, 3.94 percent inflation. That's not as bad as you think. So that's kind of crazy. So then we got oh, this this Home Alone sketch is kind of kind of interesting. A $1 dollar in 1990 holds the same purchasing power as two dollars and thirty cents today. The 1983 Kevin spent in 1990 is equivalent to $45 in today's dollars. I thought it was 54 bucks. Anyway, U.S. retail food prices rose by 11% from 2021 to 2022. Inflation rates have increased significantly compared to 5.4% in 1990. I will tell you a way to save money on inflation. Learn how to cook yourself Like like the old Italians, right, Jim? As I go out to eat more and more, I like a good home-cooked meal better. Are you like that, Jim? I would rather have like a Costco steak. It's pricey still. It's like, what, eight bucks a steak? But you grill that up on the frying pan and pop it in the oven, seven minutes aside, I think, and you pop it in the oven at 425 you salt it and butter it, boom. It tastes so much better than what you get when you're going out now. Unless you go to like a really pricey steak joint. I went to this one place one time in Atlanta. It was way, it was worth it. It was unlike any steak I've ever had in my life. I I, I still dream of that steak. But generally speaking, Costco is better. Or like um, sometimes you can get good steaks Uh, at your grocery store, if they're going, like, not day old, but, like, almost use-by date, they sometimes will cut them half price. You might say, I don't don't really feel comfortable with that. But that's a good deal, you know. I think you can eat things three or four days. You got to research this. I'm not giving you uh, food advice, but everything, like fish, for example, you don't want to eat if it's smelly. If it smells like fish, throw it out. But fish should not—I never knew that. Fish should not smell <laughs> like fish. Um a, a, a seafood buddy of mine who, who owns a bunch of seafood shops on Long Beach Island said, "His name is Bob. He's like, you really shouldn't eat fish when it's." I said, "Bob, what, what is the, what's the secret to good fish?" His wife gave me this great recipe for short ribs. I got to try that. She's like, you don't need to go up short ribs. Use my recipe, but I got to get the recipe. So the iconic home alone grocery scene offers more than nostalgia. It provides a clear perspective on how inflation has affected our everyday lives. The significant increase in the cost of basic groceries reflect the broader economic changes over the past three decades. Understanding these shifts are crucial, not just for budgeting and financial planning, but also for appreciating the value of money over one's lifetime. As we look at these figures, it's a reminder of the evolving economic landscape and its impact on our everyday spending. You know, go back to furniture. I did one time buy it from a cheap store, one nice wood set, and that's lasted for like 13 years. So although we don't really pulverize it like my kids pulverize other things. So what do you think about inflation? Give me a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. I would love to meet you over Zoom or in person. And you get a copy of my book free when you schedule and keep your no obligation review at 888 988 Josh. We're also taking your calls on all matters financial at 800 710 The annuity market in the US is experiencing a boom with sales expected to reach new heights in the coming years, driven by the demand for retirement income. A lot of people retiring, they want guaranteed income for life, which an annuity provides, subject to the claims paying ability of the underlying insurance carrier. So you want to make sure uh, your company is A-rated. Improving economic conditions and demographic shifts, individual annuity sales are set to break records. From fixed rate deferred annuities to uh, fixed indexed annuities, there are dynamics behind this growing trend. Uh, 2022 saw a record high of $313 billion annually. 2023 sales estimates are expected to reach $350 billion due to rising rates and people wanting to lock in those rates for longer. Give us a call. And up next, we're going to talk about Rufus's question on the recent stock market rise caught us by Fed stimulus. When we return, this is Josh Jalinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial.
0: Josh and his team at the Jelinski Advisory Group can help you lower your taxes and lower your risk in these uncertain times with a 27-point checklist designed to improve your financial health. Whether you're worried about runaway prices, fear of an upcoming recession, or a stock market meltdown, tune in to the Financial Quarterback and count on Josh Jelinski to call the play. For a free copy of Josh's book, The Retirement Reality Check, call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Or visit talensky.org. That's J-A-L-I-N-S-K-I.org.
1: What's your tip, Jim, on the smell? Is just... Well, you're muted. You were muted, Jim. Go ahead.
4: Stay away from it in the market when you smell it in the supermarket. Oh, yeah. In the fish department. You shouldn't smell anything in the fish
1: department. Yeah. Well, it smells like fish in the fish department. But oh, the fish shouldn't smell like fish. Right. So uh, next up, we have Rufus. Uh, go ahead, Rufus. Hey, Josh. Merry Christmas this- to everybody and the
4: staff. And, the uh, and uh, of course, a uh, happy Hanukkah uh, to any of your staff also.
1: Thank you. Merry Christmas, Rufus. Merry Christmas, Rufus. This is our... Jim hey said, Merry it- Christmas,
4: Jim David everybody uh, Mr. Screener I didn't get his name um just uh you know we had that this shocking uh spike recently and uh I was watching a show and I read an article Zero Hedge uh it talks about uh, I guess uh, ye- yelling uh, releasing pockets of cash and uh you know with that I guess with Powell saying that all of a sudden the rates are going to go back down to around 5% you know I know that's all uh, uh I guess I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent fact, but I mean if you couple everything together, it looks uh definitely possible. So that means with with the rise in all the uh in uh, in the I guess everybody's portfolios possibly 401ks possibly, you know, the feel good that everything's going up. But actually is our money really worth less though because of the possibility of putting more money in there. And maybe they should possibly still be raising rates. Uh, Your uh, your thoughts, and uh, I'll let you go. And uh, of course, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to everybody. All right.
1: Thank you, Rufus. Merry Christmas to you and your lovely family. Uh, We appreciate you, and uh, you're a true patriot. So, uh, Rufus, we have, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. Your question has a lot to unpack. I believe the recent stock market rise is caused by the cycle, sort of the year-end cycle. Um, you know, people have said, sell Rosh Hashanah, buy Yom Kippur. And then kind of the last few years, there has been a two-year cycle. This is something that I first alerted Stan Harley to, who's been on the show. Now I uh, saw one of his YouTubes recently, and he's talking about a two-year cycle. and What's very interesting is that I kind of identified this two-year cycle. I don't know why it's happening. I sort of think it's because we have a lot of boomers who are retired, and every other year they're just freaking out in the market. And some of it is due to Fed stimulus. Some of it is due to yelling, bailing at the banks in March. And we're kind of seeing the impact of that. But should we raise rates more? I don't know. I think, I think. Powell's words are actually wise that he's contemplating three rate cuts in 2024 because we if we go into a recession they're going to need to cut rates. But they can't cut rates while inflation remains high and unemployment remains low. So we have a real problem. The only time they've done that before and this is actually something I saw on Zero Edge and by the way I don't really go to Zero Edge much. But I said, "Oh, well let's uh let's go through this." So, was an interesting article by Hartnett, uh, Michael Hartnett, chief investment strategist at Bank of America Global. Only five occasions in the past 90 years has the Fed cut when CPI was higher than the unemployment rate. It was triggered once by war. So did they know something we don't know? And a recession four times: October '69, August '74. May 80, July 81. So I would be betting on recession next year, but more of a mild one, maybe a 10 or 20% correction in the markets next year. But it depends. Uh, The last time we had uh, an election 2020, the markets were up and down all over. Remember, market was down like 30%, 40% in March of 2020. Then it rallied epically. So I, I want to talk about this two-year cycle that I've seen because a lot of people have been questioning me on it. It's kind of an interesting phenomenon that I noticed. If you go to the New York composite, I'll do the new, well, uh, it's just NYX. Now, uh, Stan did good work on kind of referencing it to the New York composite. I've just kind of identified it as a two year cycle. So a lot of the talk was about the seven year cycle and the 10 year cycle. If you go back and I'm going to share my screen, there's something that I see called the two year cycle. And if you notice, market went down. Notice, he didn't give me credit for it, even though I came up with it, but I'll I'll give him credit for for linking it to New York Composite. It was down in 2016, January of 2016, we had a little correction. We had another correction, uh, January 2018, another correction, February, March, 2020, another correction, January to March, actually to June, even to October of twenty twenty-two. So we could see an epic rally the next month or two, followed by a correction that would begin in February. I could see that happening. Now I don't believe you you go off my prognostications or anyone for that matter, but it, it's quite interesting to note this two-year cycle that I'm seeing. Uh we see it in New York Composite. I also think we see it in if we compare it to the S and P is it, is is that same cycle exists in the S and P? Yeah, pretty much. Um, the, the high was December 21 high could be December 23, another high December, 2019 another high. it, It doesn't exactly equate, but, um, the high before the correction in 2018 was September. But um, the high in 2019 was December of 2019. So, so with any of these cycles, they sometimes diverge. They sometimes are not predictive. I've read other stats that next year could be the beginning of a new bull market. Truth is, um, nobody knows what is exactly going to happen, but you got to prepare for the eventuality that we could have increased uncertainty due to an election year. And if, if you notice, the highs do seem to happen end of the year and the summer. So if you notice, August 1 was the previous high of this year. Then the market corrected and the market rebounded. So will it happen again next year? I don't know. I mean, that's really the million-dollar question. Will rates go down or will rates stay persistently high? There is really no reason they should be cutting rates because unemployment is low and we are not in a recession at all. So we got low unemployment, still demand in the housing market, so demand in the labor market. So what do they know that we don't? Are they seeing other data that we don't see? Maybe the bond market is the only thing to me that spells doom because of the yield curve inversion. So the people in the know are buying 10 year treasuries because they believe they'll be able to make a profit on those if we have a recession. So. I think bearish indicator, yield curve inversion, and cycles. Bullish indicator, low unemployment. Now, I've seen other charts where if low unemployment ticks up just a smidge, six months later, you could go into recession. So it's not that unemployment has to stay low, but if it goes from, let's say, 3.6 to 3.9, Six months later you could be in a recession. I forget where I've seen that. Uh I believe Stan talked about Stan Harley talked about that one time when when he came on the show. He had some chart on that. And it looked compelling to me. And it actually did signal the COVID crash. Um, but it it didn't, you know, it's you know, nobody would have known we would have COVID. And nobody would have known the duration. See, this is the other thing. Cycles never tell you uh, how long the, the, the crash will last, how long the drawdown. They just seem to signal that something would occur. Um, so we seem to see about every two years the market freaks out. Why could that be? Here's why. We have the largest block of retirees ever the baby boom generation. They're watching news channels a lot. So I get people say, oh, I'm so worried about the economy. I'm so worried about the world. And generally it's because they're retired and they have the TV on the background. My first recommendation is don't watch the TV. I stopped watching a lot of cable news because it's just depressing. puts you in a bad mood yeah, I know the world's going to hell. You know, it's like, I don't need somebody to tell me that every day of my life. Now, am I oblivious? No. I mean, I watch, you know, I go, I'll check Yahoo Finance News. I'll check some news websites. But you got to realize these people play off of our fear and our greed. So give me a call now, 888 josh I'd love to meet with you give you the free retirement reality check. It's a long answer to the question, Rufus, but we are going to be on top of things. Our investment committee meets weekly and even daily if conditions change. So we are monitoring individual stocks and ETFs on a week-by-week basis. And we have a tactical program where we go, think of it like a stoplight. Red means stop. Green means go. Yellow means caution. So if the market's green, we might be 80% in. The market's red, we might be 80% out. If the market's yellow, we might be half in, half out. Now realize there are taxes upon the buying and selling. So our tactical program may be right for you. Uh, And if you want to know more about that, if you're worried about next year, call us at 888-988-JOSH. Steve says this. Do the calculations include shrinkflation? A half gallon of OJ is now 52 ounces. I don't think so. That's a brilliant observation, Stephen. Although you could have called. I love hearing your voice. Then we got retail traders are all in. They have fear of missing out. So I'm worried. I would also be cautious of websites like zero hedge they always try to have us be worried you know kind of some interesting articles um you know you have uh rewarding obesity southwest is giving free second seats to customers of size and you could get bumped off a flight to make room well i don't you know Hey, they, they, they those are small seats. You know, I, I feel tight and I'm not obese. So, you know, hey, no fat jokes. So give us a call, folks, 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. Um, we apparently are in the return of YOLOing into the market where people are just plowing their money in, throwing caution to the wind. I mean, we live in a very schizophrenic society. Just two months ago, nobody wanted to invest. Now that was probably a good time to invest. Now a lot of people want to invest in probably a bad time. To take a risk, I mean, probably got, I don't know, four weeks of joy before pff, some report comes out. Chairman Powell, I mean, I I think Chairman Powell has been able to navigate these markets, but he's not like a good fortune teller. Like he doesn't predict the future. He he said inflation was transitory, then it wasn't. Then he said they would. Rates will be higher for longer. Now he's signaling rate cuts. Seems like he's kind of schizophrenic. Although I do not wish for the job. And I think as anyone's doing, he's he's probably doing as good as anyone, you know. Because he's saying we'll have three rate cuts. So what he's trying to do is kind of have this glide path. So they have this soft landing. Here's the question of the day. Do you think we'll have the soft landing? So where we're talking about annuities, 300 billion annuity sales this year. Forecast for 2024, slight dip in sales expected in 2024. Sales are predicted to grow 10% in 2025. Individual product forecast, fixed rate deferred annuities face competition, but will likely exceed 100 billion in sales. Fixed indexed annuity sales remain strong. Income annuity sales are set to top 15 billion. $18 $18 billion in 2025, and something called Rylas, which I don't really like them, registered index linked annuities, because they're confusing. Just do a fixed index if you're looking at a RILA. And then traditional variable annuities, which I'm not licensed to sell because I really don't believe in them. Um, they There are some that are fiduciary based where they have low fees. Those are the only variables that I like. Um, the annuity market in the U.S. is not just growing, it's thriving with diverse annuity products catering to different investor needs. The market is responding to the increasing demand for reliable retirement income solutions. This isn't from me, this is from investment news now. By the way, a lot of people are giving the much beleaguered annuity a hug. Professors at Wharton, David Babel, uh, professors, Michael Fink, David Blanchett, a lot of academics are saying people need to consider annuities. Now, what do you got to watch for when buying an annuity? Got to understand the rate. Like what is the rate you're earning? Or you might have a a bad rate that you're earning, but the income is superior and can't be beat. So what is the income you are projected to get for life? Income is the only outcome that matters in retirement for many people. So you got the rate, the income, the term, how long do you have to be in it for? The internal fees and the external fees. Those are the five things you need to know about. And then six would be the caps, the spread, or the participation rate. Up next, Kiplinger talks about what your annuity seller won't tell you. Annuities, often seen as a safe bet for retirement, come with their own set of complexities and hidden details that people might not fully disclose—from tax surprises to complex transactions. And riders, there's a lot beneath the surface of these products. Before making a decision, you should be aware of the layers. Now I just said annuity sales are up. Now I'm saying be cautious. Are they contradictory statements? No, just watch you by the annuity from um, we're hearing reports of people canceling old annuities that cannot be beat from an income perspective because people are saying, Oh, the fees are higher, this or that. And the truth is, if you can't beat the income on the annuity today, you may not want to switch. Even if the caps are higher, or the bonuses are higher. So be wary of, you know, people, at the band, bad, bad chin Bad chicken dinner seminars, maybe a good chicken dinner seminar. One time, I told that somebody said, "Oh, I, I like going to Ruth's Chris for a free meal." But how do you think they're paying for that meal? From tax surprises. Um, so you should just be aware. That's the caution there. So give us a call if you're looking at an annuity. Make sure it's right for you. Call us eight 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 nine eight eight Josh eight 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 nine eight eight five six seven four. We'll be back taking your final questions at 800-321-0710. Reminding you, you get a free book when you schedule and keep your no obligation review. It's my Amazon best-selling book. Retirement Reality Check is a free gift. It's a great, great gift for Christmas, Hanukkah, and holidays for the loved ones. Give the gift of financial education. If you schedule a review for your child or grandchild, I'll throw in the book. I'll give you two books, one for you, one for your child or grandchild, Give the gift of financial education. They don't need to be of a certain wealth. We're just there to help you. So uh, we're taking your calls at 888 988 Josh. If you want to schedule the review, 888 988 Josh. Also, if you have a financial question, we have a few more minutes left. So, what are some negatives? We have to be careful when annuities are tax deferred. Now, in an IRA, everything you, you, take out is tax deferred, but some people don't know it. So withdrawals on a non-qualified annuity are taxed at ordinary income. Heirs do not get a step up in basis on annuity assets, but they can do something called a non-qualified deferred stretch option. It's actually a big benefit of annuities. In light of the fact that the stretch IRA is no more, annuities can be intricate with various crediting methods and fees. Understanding these terms are crucial uh, to gauge actual return on investment. But here's the point that the article neglects. Sometimes it's not about the fees or the return. It's, it's, the, it's what is the net income that one is receiving. And that is where an annuity is a superior income product, not really a superior growth product. So people don't understand that, even the writer of this article. Analyzing the cost versus benefit of these riders is essential. Um, and then death benefit rider odds. The likelihood of benefit from a death benefit rider is relatively low. Weighing the probability against the cost is important for decision-making. This I would agree with. A lot of people have death benefits on their annuities or death benefit riders that they pay extra for. You would probably do better taking that fee that's going to the rider and buying life insurance because life insurance is tax-free upon death. Income tax free can be a state tax free if your state's under a certain amount. Whereas annuity death benefits are subject to income tax. Surrender charges and lock in periods. Early withdrawals from annuities can incur surrender charges. Understanding the lock in periods and fees is vital for financial flexibility. This is from kiplinger.com. While annuities can be a valuable part of retirement planning, it's important to approach them with a critical eye. Understanding tax implications, rider fees, surrender charges can help you make an informed decision. Remember, the key to a successful annuity lies in balancing the benefits with the drawbacks. As with any financial product that goes for funds, ETFs, index funds, thorough research and possibly seeking advice from a financial professional like us are crucial before committing to an annuity. So we talked a lot about net present value, time value of money today, effects of inflation with home alone, annuities as a potential, talked about treasuries, treasury ladders. We've also talked about 10-year versus two-year. Talked even about tactical investment strategy for a short time. What is your biggest financial concern? Call us at 888-988-JOSH. Eighty-eight, ninety-eight, josh for the free 45-minute wealth strategy session, 888 josh
0: The preceding program was sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group. Any awards, rankings, or recognition by unaffiliated third parties or publications, including five-star wealth manager, advisory of the year finalist by senior market advisor, and top of the million dollar roundtable are in no way indicative of the advisor's future performance or any individual client's investment success. No award, ranking, or recognition should be construed as a current or past endorsement of Josh Jelinski or Wealth Quarterback, LLC. Information regarding specific awards, rankings, or recognitions is available on the Wealth quarterback website at Jalinski.org. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Investment strategies such as asset allocation, diversification, or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. There are no guarantees that a portfolio employing these or any other strategy will outperform a portfolio that does not engage in such strategies. This broadcast should not be construed by any client or prospective client as a solicitation to effect or attempt to affect transactions and securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice due to various factors including changing market conditions the information discussed in this broadcast may no longer be reflective of current positions or recommendations while information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date josh jelensky and wealth quarterback do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed the tax and estate planning information discussed is general in nature is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal or tax advice listeners should consider Consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback, LLC.